What's up guys, welcome to today's money. Thank you for listening, I appreciate you being here. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, there's a link for that in the description. And if you wanna jump right into the podcast, skip the next 30 seconds of ad space. What happens is, is when we have language like care, intimacy, vulnerability, desire, most of us are like, no thank you, I don't care, it doesn't matter, show me the ROI on care. Give me a number, right. Okay, great. I would say go to at the end of the year, whatever that bottom line number is. I really do believe the more that we know about ourselves, and the more that we stay true to the things that we are most passionate about is the only way that number grows. It's the only way that number grows and it's the only way that number grows sustainably. I think that this three days, four days with you and everyone here has really shown me that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the experience, and we can even just kind of, this will all roll together. Mm -hmm. The experience for everyone watching that we've had here over the last three and a half days, basically. I mean, the first day we kind of got in and we were all just kind of getting to know each other. So some people were new to you, right? Mm-hmm. But I actually knew Rocky from the previous event, and that's why I was so excited to come here. And I think it's just amazing how it all kind of fell in. Like, I met you in NugaCon, and you weren't even supposed to be here. Then JD comes up to me at NugaCon, and he's like, yo, I'm going to try to get Rocky at Jamaica. And I'm like, yo, you should. <laughs> you really should. And then you were like... That was three weeks ago, by the way. Right, and then... So that's 21 days ago. Then 20 yeah. days ago, he reaches out to you, and then you're coming here like, yeah, 20 days ago, I didn't even know about this, and now I'm here. Yeah. And then we're all wondering, like, JD, what would we have done if Rocky wasn't here? Yeah. <laughs> I love yesterday when somebody asked that, and he was like, because me and Melanie were talking about yeah, it. Yeah. He was like, I guess we would have figured it out. I don't know. And he answered honestly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I feel like the experience that, that Rocky has been able to share with me and the other 15, 20 people that have been here hmm. over the last couple of days isn't describable in words. That was actually what I said in my testimony. Mm. It's very difficult to mm. describe to words. How mm, can I put you. language to something when the guy is coming here and actually giving me language to something I didn't already know? Mm. And that's the truth. And a lot of what Rocky walked us through, he calls identity mapping. And what mm. I think fundamentally that means, and correct me if I'm wrong, no, go for it. it's understanding, analyzing, dissecting, and interpreting who you are and why you do the things that you do. Yes. And I feel like why I wanted to get him on camera with you guys is because as entrepreneurs, just in general, not even as traders, yep. as, as individuals that are risk takers, that yep. are looking for more in yep. life, yep. you are not, like I said to you before that even rolled, I think, you're right. not going to get there, you're yep. going to get 80% if yep. you don't know who you are. 100%. Call whatever number you want, yep. 75 right. or whatever. Yeah. There is something that is going to be missed. Yeah. You know, something just struck me in you saying that, yeah. that, uh, that, I, that I hope resonates with you all. Um, is that yes, as tra- and specifically the audience, especially as traders, right? Uh, to the outside world, you all look like you are, um, you love risk, you take risk, and you're, you're, you're courageous, and we're going to do it and screw it, see what happens. And the thing that I think is so interesting, and I know so little about what you guys do, which is why I love being here, mm-hmm. um, is that I, it's actually, I don't think that's true. It's not. Because you are so calculated in everything that is happening. And even in my knowledge of what it is that you do specifically is, no, I'm going to show you how to do this because it's not, I'm not asking you to put a 10K into something, cross your fingers, close your eyes, and wake up tomorrow and see what happens. Right. That's foolishness. Right. You would never do that. Ever. Ever. Never. So why then? If that is the way that you see business, if that's the way that you see what you do, if that's the way that you're going to take what the rest of the world says is the most tangible and the most um, valuable asset we have, money, and you are going to be so calculated with it that you are, you, you are in a sense doing everything in your available power to make sure that it is used in the most effective and efficient way, how then 
do we not spend that same amount of energy understanding who we were to be as thoughtful, calculated, and intentional about understanding why you do things, how you do things, and what you do as an individual everywhere else. Because if you see the result that can be gained for the low price of $3.99 a course, to do a thing so uh, and so specifically that it gives you the language you need to do it as accurately as possible, why would you not do that for yourself? Right. It's, it's, it is the question that I think I was asking myself coming here. I think I was looking for, that's what we were talking about a lot last night laying in bed. I was like, I think that I was looking for someone to tell me something. That you didn't I, know? That I, that I didn't know, but that's not what I was looking for at no. all. I was trying to put language to what I already feel, yep. and what I think about myself, yep. and, and why I think I do the things that I do. I'm yep. doing them, and I'm hustling, and I'm doing, and I'm trying to move forward, I'm trying to get all this done, yep. but I don't have a language to describe why I feel this way, why right. I'm acting the way right. that I'm acting. Which is, and to pair that, again, let's pair that to what you do professionally, sure. but you have an incredible language for what you do professionally, oh, yeah. right? And you, 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 uh, X this and nine this and so sure, I don't know all sure. the, I don't know the terms, sure. but I just pick it up on what you're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. which putting down. So, again, so if you have all the language to do all that, yeah. how do we not have the language? Why do, why do we not put in the energy to have the language on the other side? When uh, my guess is, in the grand scheme, folks who are doing this effectively, uh, efficiently, uh, they're it's utilizing it. It's not like you're putting. You don't have to put in uh, 22 hours a day to be on your laptop waiting. And That's not how it works. So. What then are you going to do? Let's say, let's say it works. Let's say it really works and you really make the money you want to make. Whatever that number is. Whatever that random value number. You're like, that's what I'm going for. Sure. So you do it. You do it in half the time you thought you could. Then what? That's the question, man. Then you go back to your apartment by yourself. And you have no salt. And you have, you have nothing to lean or leverage or to understand how do I want to spend my time because I don't know who I am because I've been given language to my click but I have no other language to talk about how I'm going to do anything with the rest of my time, effort, or energy. I feel like it prevented me before this language, before meeting you for the first time, it prevented me from having a why. As traders, our, we think our why for the most of us is money. I need the money, freedom, I don't want this job, that's my why. That is the worst why. And I'm 25 and I'm realizing that. I'm mm. It's not even the worst, it's not a why. It's not a why, it's exactly. But you think it is, everyone mm. thinks it yeah. is. Yeah, and I would even say, let's say it's not a why, I would say it's more of a how. What do you want? Freedom. How are you going to get that? With this job. Great. But why are you doing all that? Mm, now we get to it. I don't know. Mm. And then it's like, that, that question is the question that I've been peeling the layers to. Yep. That is the question. Because yep. then you start to look at the world differently. And that's because of you. Like, I just feel so grateful to be able to mm. think that way. And that's why I want to share this with everybody. At 25, mm. like, to have this head on, I'm like, I have obligated for success. I'm obligated now because I have this knowledge because yep. you've given me this context and now I just feel like I need to share that. I need to get that message out. Like everyone is going to be commenting at this point in the video, like this should be a college course. This yep. should be talk. Yep. You know what I mean? And it yep. should. It should. This I agree. Is, this is EQ. I agree. This is not IQ. Yeah. This is Gary Vee. Yeah. This is EQ. This yeah. is how are we going to know you and then when you know you, you connect with everybody else. Right. Because what happens is when I have clear, so in my, in my language, the way that it works is I think you have to start with conviction. Right, and I and I'm I'm on a mission to revive that word because I I don't hear conviction about Never. like I feel convicted. Never. Not it. You hear conviction when you put somebody in jail. That is it. No, right. And I'm saying no. I think when we start with a deep-seated conviction, meaning a belief for ourselves and in ourselves or about the world in any in any of those uh, arenas, when we start with a deep-seated conviction, that means that to me that it equates to belief. When I have a deep-seated conviction, I have a belief in something that is enduring regardless of circumstance. Well, uh, 
conviction to me is the only thing that leads to clarity because you have to put a stake in the ground and be idle long enough to actually stop and see without the world moving past you. So conviction, conviction lends itself to clarity. When we are clear, now all of a sudden, that is what I I believe lends us to confidence. So conviction, this is where I stand. Conviction leans itself to clarity. Clarity goes, okay, now I can see what really is. Not the, not the picture I either am painting that is false or the picture I was told to look at. Right. This is, I'm clear now. Clarity is what lends itself to confidence. Now I have an internal thing, an internal uh, wheel or fire that is, that is building that says, maybe I can do this. That's confidence. Right. Confidence is not action. Confidence is a belief. Then, and only then, we're gonna use your word, once you have confidence, then you can have courage. And courage is what lends itself to action. So we're four steps in, and the first three, we didn't move. I think we have it backwards a lot of times. I think we wanna move three steps, and then yes. we will be able to see it clearly. Yes. But we're, it's, the, it's, the, it's the analogy we used. It's like going in the middle of a field, being spun four times, and then someone saying, head north. 75% of the time, you're wrong. Right. And wobbly. Yeah, and wobbly. You know? Yeah. So like, why would we not go, okay, uh, hard pause, put in the effort to go, um, what, what do I believe? What are my convictions? What are the thing, what is that stake in the ground, right? Secondly, when I have that, then what do I, now what can I see? If I'm willing to go, I'm not gonna vary from here, what do I see, what is, what is the clarity? Okay, now I actually believe this is good, right? There's three things I think every individual wants. There's three things every single one of you want. Number one, uh, you want to know that you are unique. Not in, a, not in a fluffy way. You want to know there is something about you that is unlike anybody else in the world. Number two, I believe you want to use that uniqueness. You want to be affirmed in that uniqueness. You want another human being to see you for you and go, hey man, that's good, right? And then third, I believe you want to use that uniqueness for good, for the impact of other people. That's part of the dialogue we were having, having earlier. What do, what do you love? It always comes down to, I love doing this with other people. So. If you, want to, if you want to know you are unique, you want to be affirmed in that uniqueness and you want to use that uniqueness for good, that will not come without conviction or clarity. Clarity is the thing that goes, oh, now I see what makes me unique, right? Confidence is the thing that says, I am being affirmed in it because I have confidence. I can go do it. And then how do you want to use that for good in other people? You have the courage to say, I will stay the course in long obedience in the same direction because... I understand what I believe, I see clearly, I believe that it is good, I wanna use it for good, and now move forward. That first one, that stake in the ground, that is what you lean back on when shit gets hard. 100%, right? that, that, that it's is, the refuge. That is the refuge, exactly. It's the place to go. Yep. It's, the, it's, the, it's the only thing we have to go back to, to say, in the midst of the chaos, I, will, I can trust that this will be enduring. So as traders, I think a lot of people have issues with their ego. Yep. I think ego can come into play as it does in any industry, but especially in trading with the need and the want to be right. Mm-hmm. More so, for a lot of traders, the need and want to be right is more important without them knowing it because they don't know themselves enough right. yet. Right. It's more important than making money. Yep. They would rather be right than make money. Right. How can conviction, which leads to clarity, which leads to confidence, yep. how can you swing that to punch your ego basically out of the equation? Yep. Yeah. So if, if I don't have uh, conviction, clarity, and confidence, and I have ego, mm-hmm. the only thing that is, has the ability to move is me, right? When it's ego, ego says me, me, me everything. Yep. I'll, do it. I'll do it. Screw everybody else. Yep. So uh, when you have I and me uh, alone, that leads to isolation, that leads to loneliness, that leads to uh, false narrative. Uh, when you talk to yourself, you cannot hear yourself. Think about it. Say it again. 
when you talk to yourself, you cannot hear yourself. You're just talking. People go, I talk to my, do you talk to yourself? You talk to yourself all the time. We all do. All the time. So when you talk to yourself, you can't hear yourself. That's why part of what we did this weekend works. It's because I asked you to talk to me. Get it out, listen to yourself. I make everybody answer every question out loud on purpose. Even people that have anxiety and they're like, I don't want to talk. Talk, say it. Why? Because when you say it, you can hear yourself. And you hear yourself and you go, that's really, what I, that's, really, that's really what I tell myself every day? That's not what I want to tell myself every day. Like it's like Riley coming up and saying, here's my three words. I'm an analyzer. And me going, yeah, I don't disagree. I think you are, but I don't think that's the, I, if you can only pick three, uh, two of these seem right, one seems like a cop-out. Say it out loud. And she said it out loud. I'm like, I, think, I don't think this is, I said, I don't know what it is, what is it? And she looked at her list and she was like, well, these are the ones I have circled. And so I said, close your booklet. Answer this for me. I am A. And she said, well, A, I am A. She goes, I am intelligent. I said, okay, we're getting closer. I said, answer the statement. Say it out loud. Don't talk to yourself. Say it. I am A. Instantaneously, she said, warrior. And she said, yeah, I've been thinking, I, I, I thought that a long time. And I was like, right, but why? Why did it not change until you said it? Because you've only been talking to yourself. And we can talk ourselves in and out of anything. And you're not listening. And you're not listening. You so can't hear it. You're saying it. Ego Ego is self-talk. Ego is not self-listening. And most of us don't have the ability to listen to ourselves without trying to create a dialogue where we can find that clarity. The conviction is self. The clarity is this. The confidence is when it's received this way. And the courage is when I go that way. Go take it, exactly. But that's a lot of, that's a, it does, I mean, I'm not, it's not, I'm not, you can't sure, it is, a, it is work, it's effort. You gotta be willing to put in the work to go, what is it, what really matters, what is real, what do I? It's a lot. Yeah. Even for me. Right, like, but if you're gonna, if, if you're willing to learn everything you gotta learn to be a trader, there's a reason there's not a lot of you. I don't know, I don't know anything about it. Right. Won't, no, zero desire. I like you, but I'm not gonna do it. I don't, I don't want to. Right. I don't understand it, it doesn't make sense to me. Right. So you're willing to put that much effort into that and to go, but it's for you, but it's for you. It's just for me. To what end? Right. Where it's does strange. this, where does it stop? It's Cause well, why have we not, I was going to ask the question of like, why have we not been taught this? But then it's like, well, then what would you be doing? Well, but we haven't been taught it because it doesn't fit into, and, and I'm not, what I'm about to say doesn't fit into are not bad things. Sure. I, I live in America and I'm part of them. I know what you're going to say. But uh, we haven't, yeah, it doesn't fit the narrative of uh, hustle, hustle. hustle, American dream, capitalist, right. survival of the fittest, do what you can, something out of nothing, rise to the top, uh, 10 exit, whatever, the, whatever things are, right? And again, I'm not knocking, any, all those things are good things. They can't be the things though. And when those, become the, when those become the things, that is what creates the narrative or what we think we're supposed to do. Like, it's a, it's a, like we're, we're American. Why are you an American? Because someone told you that when you live here, that's called American. You speak English. Why? Because you were born and people started speaking English. So you, now you speak English. You didn't choose to speak English. You didn't have a choice in speaking English. You didn't have a choice to be an American. You didn't have, an, you didn't have a choice to have brown hair. You didn't have a choice to be uh, this tall or that short or this big or that small or big. We don't, those, those, so we, those things that are create a narrative and we just jump right into it. Without even questioning it. Get a job, get a degree, graduate. You wanna get a good job, go to school longer. Right, spend more money. Spend more money to get more debt, to go to a place to do something with zero guarantee. Crazy. Crazy, because that's the story. That's the story. That's the storyline. 
not knocking degrees, not knocking school, not knocking corporate jobs, not value neutral. It just is. But until we are willing to sit long enough to go, what actually is, every decision is based off what I think it's supposed to be. So who holds the key to it being enough? Is your question? You. Me, right. And before it was me, before I had this language to, and I want to get into the identity. Yeah, yeah. But before that language, you're letting, like we said before, the other people drive that ship. Your ego is yep. part of that other people driving that ship because that ego painted you a narrative in here that was actually painted by someone else 100%. before you in your life. There's two stories that play in our life all the time. The narrative we tell our, uh, the stories that have been told to us about us. That's the, uh, uh, you're, you're so this, you're any, anything with so or two, like T-O-O, anytime you hear yourself telling yourself, you, someone said you're too this, you're too intense, you're too emotional, you're too whatever, whatever. that's the stories people told to us about us. Okay? That's one narrative at play in your life. The second is the stories you tell yourself about yourself. Okay? Those two things are, are constantly moving. That's the way our brain is happening. Well, then we go, well, then how do I know what is real and what's not? Well, I think what happens is whenever the stories that are told to you about you intersect the stories you tell yourself about yourself, it, a lowercase t truth, meaning it doesn't mean it's true, uh, but we believe it to be true. Rocky, you're too intense. I say, Rocky, you're too intense. Guess what happens? I'm too intense. So now every scenario, I'm, I'm like, Lean in, not too much, not too much, be careful. Like, I don't know if they want, I don't, I don't know if they want that. Like, okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But if like, I really have something to say, yeah, it's so like, what do they need? They need me to be softer also. I'll be a little bit softer, but I don't want to be too much, but I'm going to be, I'm exhausted. I haven't just said, I haven't done anything. I'm tired. I think conviction comes, clarity comes when we go, okay, I can't change the stories that were told to me about me. They're out of my control. The only thing I can control is this thing, the story I tell myself about myself. Now, I'm not talking about manipulation and making up some shit that's not true, no. right? I'm saying, uh, how then do I go, what is actually true? Because I used to think it used to look like a single intersection. Well, if I could change it, now I'm free. Except I think it looks more like a strand of DNA that intersects multiple times. And so we're going to find clarity, and then we're going to live free. Then we're going to find clarity and live free. It's, it's, it's continual. It's never ending. Right, right. Uh, but I think, I think for a lot of us, I, I think for all of us, I think that is the single driving force. I want to get to the, really the root of it. The work to start is make you a list. What do people tell you about you? What do you tell yourself about yourself? Compare them. Just make you a little T-chart. Uh, if you're in trading, you probably like T-charts. And so do a little T-chart. Make your list. Anytime they're the match, ask yourself a question. Which one is true? Yeah, are they both untrue? Great. Then the only thing you can control is to change this story. Change this story. I'm not too intense. I'm encouraging. I'm not too overwhelming. My desire is to give people courage who do not have the courage to take the risks that needs to be taken. And by risk, I mean do the work that's required to see things clear enough that you can be wise about what you're choosing. That's not being too intense. No. That's being immensely caring. Beyond what most people can understand, and if you can't convey it with the proper language, then it comes off as it's too intense. It, com it comes Better off as that guy only cares about himself. And that's what you said to me. Which is literally the opposite of me. Of everything you do. Everything. Like it, it makes me emotional thinking about that. That's the way people think about me, and that because that is the opposite. Like you said, it's not how I want right. people to perceive. Right. But again, without that language, like I just I keep going back to that. Like without being, without separating the self-talk, and I've got a great point. Without separating the self-talk to what actually are you listening to when you talk to yourself? Yep. You're lost in clouds. Yep. And as traders, like, dude, I've had days where I've lost a couple thousand dollars and. Things that I say to myself yep. in my head, and I know I'm saying them. Yep. I might seem happy hanging out and like be fine. But inside, dude, it's like why am I? I used to like just wonder like why are you being so negative to yourself? Like Riley's not talking that way. No one else is talking that way. But we all do that. I all of us. Everyone does that. Yep. But when you can break away from that, I feel like you can then say, 
almost that it's just a perspective. Yeah. you agree with that, that it's more of a perspective? No. Not so much like even changing an action or even changing a... Yeah, well, yeah, I think, I think perspective has to change first and then the action will follow. But you can't change an action and then assume your brain's just going to change. Right. Your brain's going to go back to know what it knows. Exactly. What your brain knows is you're too intense. And then you almost shut it off. Like people like No, no, you do turn it off. You don't even want to talk about it. No, and not only do you turn it off, you turn it off externally and you just crank it up internally. Crank it up. Because it's just louder and louder in here because I don't know what to do out here. And then everyone, will, I know they're going to relate. What do we do? What do I do? Yep. What do, you, you know what I do. I go to my office, put my headphones on, and I drown myself in chart markups. I drown myself in a new idea for a book or a new course. And all of a sudden, all of those negative self-talk things kind of go away. I'm not addressing them, but they kind of go away for right now until something else happens. Yep. And then it comes back and it's like, oh, there you are again. That person that's really beating yourself down way more than you need to be. Yep. You know? Yep. And I feel like traders do that, as anyone does. But I yep. feel like Yeah, but I think but I think even I think you guys probably do more even more than some because what you are doing is predicated on your ability, your mind, and your decision, and you make the click. Right. And then if it's wrong, nobody clicked it but you. Right. And so then the only person to blame is you. Could you give some input to the idea of like this is something that I do push a lot? Trading is a business like any other business. If you're a car manufacturer and you're shipping Porsche over to America and you're selling a, car, a truckload or a shipload full of Porsches, okay. and all those shipping containers spill over into the ocean and your Porsches sink to the bottom, it's a loss, right? That business will be upset that they lost their cars. But they're not going to go off the rails and go buy 60,000 new Porsches that day. They're going to calculate and come up with a better decision. But as traders, if we lose a trade, everything goes off the rails, especially for new people. The mm. system I'm doing is broken, I'm broken, everything's broken, everything's broken. Mm. Do you have any ideas of how people can really cut the line in the sand almost of like, losses are a cost of doing business. Mm -hmm. and if, is there any type of maybe like self-identification? I'm honestly mm. asking almost for a selfish reason. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. is there a way that we as individuals that are dealing with money and that the money is so easily tied to the, to the performance mm -hmm. when it's not. Mm -hmm. Money is not tied to performance as a mm -hmm. trader. The people that I've learned from the most, they say to me, good trading comes mm -hmm. from good process. And yep. I've learned that now, yep. like consistency. Yep. Good trading is not making money. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the very first thing that comes to mind is I would say if you're getting blown up because you had a loss, it's because you don't know why you're doing it. Mm. You don't know why you're trading? Mm-hmm. You don't know why you're doing anything, because if, if because if, and the, and I'm not saying two thousand dollars is not a lot of money. The, it is. The money's arbitrary. If you're that upset because you lost the money, yeah. you don't actually know why you're doing it. Mm. Because what happens is, because you don't know why you're doing it, we you just look for the first ten things to blame for what are wrong to fly mm -hmm. off the rails because it's not your fault. It must be those things' fault. Right. You blame the oh, there was news this day. Oh, this Trump tweeted this or whatever did this. As opposed to going, but why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I believe it provides a freedom and autonomy for my life. Sure. I spend time with the people that I love. I think it's a process that will allow me to generate revenue similar to having a job, but I have an immense amount of freedom. I enjoy it. I like it. It energizes my brain and it forces me to think in a way that my job didn't challenge me before. Right. And it's part of that. Guess what? You at, at your corporate job, you never make mistakes. At your corporate job, you never lose a client. At your corporate job, nobody ever gets mad at you. At your corporate job, you never, as an entrepreneur, uh, as a car salesman, you never lose a sale. As a fill in the gap and find me someplace in the world where somebody goes to work and they're absolutely flawless. No one. Well, why? Because none of us are flawless because we all got some, some things we got to fix and we need to work on. Secondly, because you don't know why. Why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, let's just go full, because we're here, let's go full disclosure. Please. Uh, me in here cost me $140. I may, I'm making $0 and I got to pay for my parking when I get back. That's not a knock on anybody. That was the agreement. It's no one's no one jipped me. I chose that, right? Like I'm immensely grateful to be here. 
So is that a loss? I mean, if we're going, if we're going to go to the bottom line, yeah, four four days, four days, fifteen hour days, three hundred dollars an hour, just general consulting fee. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the math guy, but. Me neither, but I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? That's sixty. That's sixty hours. I've been, I've been at work. Yep. And three hundred dollars an hour. It's yep. eighteen grand. Yep. So I'm at a thousand percent loss. Something like that. But are you? But am I? No. You know why? Because I know exactly why I'm here, and I know exactly why I do what I do. Damn, that's very true. And I know that uh, there are people here that I could never have expected. You, to your words, you guys being some of them, that they are leaving here and their life is changed and significantly different because they've been given the freedom to see themselves in a way they had never have before. And what they do with that is not my responsibility. That's a beautiful freedom that I give myself because I'm, I don't know what they're going to do when they get home. You're like, I'm not your guru. No, bro. I'm going back to my wife and my kids. Good luck. If you need some, text me. Right. And by need something means you want me to tell you, repeat to you what I said before, text me. Right. Which I, part do you know to yourself? Yeah. You're it to, right. So like, so then I got, so then I got to at least go. So I got to be able to go. Is the last four days a loss or not? I mean, I think everybody watching, we would all say like, no, it sounds like it was incredible. Right. Correct. Right. And so maybe you got to make that $2,000 loss. To understand why are you doing what you're doing? Because it needs to give you a perspective for you to slow down a little bit to say, maybe is this really what you want to be doing? And is this really why you're doing it? And you even had an experience with one of the ladies here, Lindsay, where yeah. you're like, that might not be what you want to be doing. And some of you watch it, like it might not be what you want to be doing. And that's okay. hundred no, no, percent. Me making this video with you is hopefully to help people just find themselves. I'm not trying to sell clients. I'm not trying to, yeah. I want people to find themselves because yeah. I think what you've done for me and Riley and everybody here, it's like the clarity that I now have, because all I know now is more of what I already knew. <laughs> and what that does for somebody is like, more powerful, I think, than if you gave me a new skill. Yep. If you had taught me another way to make money, it would have been fantastic. But if I'm still having these same internal struggles, nothing changes. And I still don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Yes, nothing like, changes. I thought I was trading to get rich. That's not why I'm trading. Yep. I learned that two years ago when mm -hmm. my dad got sick again. I'm not trading to get rich. I'm trading so that I can enjoy my life before I end up like all the people that I've seen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I do have that narrative painted, mm -hmm. but it drives me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So when people would come to you and say something like, I'm a money, motiv money motivated person, I'm a greedy person, mm -hmm. and I don't know, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. what, what do you think that that comes down to being rooted in? The they're, af motivated? they're afraid. They're afraid of what? Any number of things. They're, they're afraid of scarcity. Yeah. They're afraid of being alone. Uh, they're afraid of death. Uh, they're afraid that um, they're not going to be loved if they can't provide. Uh, they're afraid that if they don't have enough money, they're not going to be seen as powerful or beneficial in the eyes of other people, which means they don't, which is ultimately, I, I mean, I would say most people that have an immense amount of pride. So I think to me, pride is the same, is a manifestation of fear. Sure. It's the same. It sure. just looks different. Right. Uh, so pride, greed, money hungry, got to go get it, screw everybody else, climb to the top, step on your head. They're just, they're just, they're just afraid. Right. Any major conflict, listen, and then regardless of anyone's stance, just for fun, sure. uh, any major uh Let's use racism as an example. Mm -hmm. In any direction, mm -hmm. it's just because someone's scared. Always. It's just because they are afraid someone is going to do something, take something, or steal something they believe they have worked really hard for. And I don't want those. I don't want those people to take that from me. 
I think a lot of traders act in fear. 100%. I think, especially the clients that come to me and they're like, hey, I have another job and I want to get started. Hey, I have a little bit of money. Can I get started? Why are you trying to start with a little? Why are you trying to start when you're balancing so many different things? Because you're afraid something's not going to stand up. You're not going to be able to stand yeah, up. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to say, I've got five grand. I want to try it and see what I can do. If I can turn a little bit, that'll give me three months. And that gives me, I can quit my job. I got three months. If I turn five in three months, that should be enough in the six months. And okay, I'll be okay. So I'm just going to try it. And then what I'm taking is that even a step deeper. Why three months? Why six? Why does this need to happen this year? And that's what I'm starting to ask myself more and more. It's like that whole idea of the journey is the destination. Yep. And I had an experience this year, and then of course our experience here. But I'm having these breakthroughs. They're breakthroughs where you see the value in the idea of yep. thinking in a lacking mindset creates that scarcity around you almost. It almost yep. attracts it to you. Yep. So you flip it, kind of like how we're talking about how you put language to it. Yep. And then say. Now that I can define that, you know, I, I actually have a little bit of an identity yeah. to myself. Yeah. I know why I'm acting greedy, and I'm not going to be that way anymore because it's just a choice. Isn't yeah. it at the end of the day? Yeah. I mean, now, at some point, I'm going to have to, like, I'll, I'll flip the script on myself. Sure. At some point, I'm going to have to leave an event and look in the mirror and go, how many times are people going to have to tell you that was the most incredible thing they've ever seen and that I should just prepare myself and get ready because it's going to blow up and I'm going to be immensely successful? How many times is it going to have to happen before I go home and I actually believe them? A lot, I guess. Yeah. I feel the same way. When you, I feel like when you want to get a message across to some, in, in certain ways, you almost can get it across in the wrong way. You know. Yep. And without what you've given us here, with this, again, just go back to the language. Right? Yep. Language is everything. Everything. I mean, even I mean, even Tom, who was here. Yeah. I mean, his whole little thing. The first sentence is like, you know, people say. You know, sticks and stones will never can break your bones, but words will never hurt me or whatever. And it's like, absolute, actually, words can be the most devastating thing. Oh, yeah. They can ruin everything. Everything. Especially the words you tell yourself. That's everything. And I, like, even going back to what you were talking about, the negative, just to touch back on negative self-talk briefly, we think all of these things every day, some positives, some negatives, but out loud, not just to you in right. this exercise, out loud to our significant others, out loud to our friends and our family, you say a third of what you think they said. Like at, 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 yeah, most, at most. Right? You're thinking a thousand words in a minute or in 10 minutes or whatever. Yep. You're saying 20. So I think what you've motivated me to do almost is speak these words, use this language out loud more. Yep. And what that then creates is a manifestation of this new reality, this right. new ego perspective, this new outlook on. Our single, our single most con uh, connective thing we have to another human being is a story. Uh, what happens is, is that we like to tell stories that are not ours in hopes that we will connect with someone else. And the single greatest thing we have is our story, yes. right? To, to, to lay it flat. I have never had a corporate job. I have never had a resume. I've never done an interview. Why is 99% of my business in the corporate space? I don't have an MBA, barely graduated college. I don't have uh, no certifications or credentials. Uh, no, I, I, got, I got nothing the corporate world says, oh, that guy. 20 years experience and 10 million in sales, bring him in. Uh, whatever the opposite of that is, that's what I have. And so why, typically, is the room captivated and motivated encouraged and challenged to do something? Because every single thing that I do starts the exact same way. I was born in Kansas and I lived there for about a week. Moved back to Dallas. And sometimes it's 10, sometimes it's 20 minutes of the day I was born until I got to where I am today. 
because I don't have anything else to offer other than me. And I think in any profession, in any place, that's the same for all of us. You're not an expert, you're not an expert or should be the part that's credible in what you're doing because you went to school or got a degree or a certification or a, those, to me that's given. Sure. Whatever the things you need to do the things you ha to do the things you do, that's given. That's no, don't, why would you talk about that? We're impressed that a CEO has an MBA. Sure. All right. Who get? I mean, great. Yeah. You're supposed to, I think. Right. You know, like you went to business school. Feels right. Like good. feels like a good idea. I don't want to follow that guy. Right. Right. Which is why, in some spaces, more now than ever, uh, women are slaying it because they understand story. They understand their story because they do the work to put in the effort and energy to understand who they are and therefore people, male and female, connect with them immediately. That's very true. And so yes. I think that's a part of us specifically. I don't, I'm a, uh, my assumption is, and you can correct me if I'm my assumption is majority male. Like 95%. Right. So as, as a male-dominated audience, what can we do to be more like those women? Yep. You can get rid of these three lies in your life. Number one, you have to get rid of the lie that says my value is based on my performance. False. Nowhere. Your story says your value is based on your performance, but I'm here to tell you your story is wrong. No one gives a shit about what you're performing. At the end of the day, that doesn't bring you value. Lie number two, is that uh, you are supposed to conquer and not cultivate. Wrong. Untrue. It's, not, it's a lie. The truth is, you are made and designed to cultivate, not conquer. Every major breakdown in history from the beginning of time has happened because someone conquered someone. Breakdown. Someone conquered someone. Breakdown. 100% of the time. I don't think that's how we were made. I think we were made to cultivate our garden and not worry about trying to steal my neighbor's land. That even if you did those first two, it's too late. So you might as well just keep doing what you're doing. That's, that is the truest lie that I probably told myself every day for the last five years. Yep. Well, it's good that you know that, but even if you change now, it's probably too late. So you might as well just keep doing what you know. No. And I think specifically as men, those are the three lies that we believe most consistently. That if we did the work that was required to debunk those lies, there is an immense amount of freedom to be found. You're like a different person. You're, you have this power now all of a sudden. It's like, my value is based on my performance. It's bullshit. To conquer, not cultivate. It's bullshit. And then if I try to fix it now, it's too late. It's bullshit. I agree. What does that mean? Wrap it up? Got it. One, okay. Can I, can I get one more question or is it flashing? This one's already off. I'm recording on this one. Is it flashing? I can do one more thing. It's flashing. No, that one. No, no, no. You're this one's this. fine. This is okay. this one. Yeah. One more thing. This will be, you know, we keep it a little raw here. We're not the best anyway. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to talk to you just briefly about faith. Mm -hmm. JD looks at you. And I'm dead ass serious. I think he sees God in your hands. Mm -hmm. So we're sitting in bed last night. And I'm saying to her that what Rocky does is unbelievably incredible, but I don't see it as any, I, this, is, this is my biggest breakthrough. 
Mm. I don't see the work that you do as God's work. I see it as you are God. Mm. And that is amazing. And mm. that work that you do with your mm. hands and your mouth and your mind, that is you performing God's work. But mm. at the same time, I don't give any more value to what you do, and I've learned this because of you. I don't give that any more credence than I give her what she does because she is God in her way. Preach. And, and like my dad used to say to me as a kid, the universe does not revolve around you. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. I really do believe that it does because mm -hmm. I am God in my own way. Mm -hmm. And I said to her that, I said that to her, and if you said that to somebody, they'd be like, you're God? Mm -hmm. You arrogant mother, get out of mm -hmm. my face. Mm -hmm. But that's not what I'm saying because it goes back to your your biggest quote that I think I take from you and then I'd like to hear your response. Mm -hmm. I'm unique to myself. There's no one else like me. But at the same time, my value is neutral and I'm even to everyone else. Yep. Yep. Coupling all of that together. Yep. That's why I think I believe everyone in their own way is their own God. Yeah, I think everybody in their own way. I think everybody in their very own specific way, and uh, in, in, this is my, would be my language, everyone in their own specific way is a walking representation and a picture of God. That's exactly how I, we, I I believe that there is the divine in us because we are a representation of, we are, we are the manifestation in our ability to see and understand of who he is. And so, yes, that's why there's a part of you, that's why there's, you are unlike anybody else in the world because you are a, a piece of that representation that is unlike, it is impossible to be replicated. Identical twins should be called similar twins. Right. It's impossible to be replicated. Right. And there's a part of God himself in you representative in you that is never to be found ever again. And in me, and in her, and in him, and in them, and everybody who is here. Which is why for me, cultivation and the collective is so important because when we are cultivating and when there's a collective of many of us, we are now seeing a greater picture, what I believe, a greater picture of the face of God himself. Because the collective of all of us is a fuller representation. Each individual yes. It's, it's like, it's like you go to those conferences and you take a picture and you, they print it and it's like, a, it's like an overtone color when you put them all up and you're like, oh, it's the logo. Right. I believe that if we are the representation of that when we're all put together, I think we see the face of God. For people that aren't super faithful, yeah. like myself, I don't yeah. attach religiously, but I sure. attach faithfully. Yeah, sure. I look at my mom as a miracle. I look yeah. at my dad as almost a miracle. Yeah. And those things are yeah. driven by faith. Yeah. How do you attach then the idea of like, how can I make it more real to me? You know yeah. me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I make it more real? I'm asking selfishly. Like, yeah. Yeah, get, get, get rid of religion and faith and separate those things and they should never be in the same bucket. Right. Religion, uh, faith comes because of our belief in God. Yes. Religion comes because man wants to conquer other men by their faith. That's good. Because every major war in history is over religion, basically. God did not create religion. religion. We did. But faith. But, but God created us. Mm. And faith is our belief, and there is something bigger than we are. I agree with that. And I think why I've strayed away from using the word God is because I tie faith and religion so closely. I together. don't, I agree. You, you know me. That's yeah. Because I'm going to go, science, bro, the Big Bang, yeah. uh, the universe. Yeah. There's no, yeah. you know, we're yeah. in a simulation. Yeah. But I don't like, that's, that's almost like a, right. a despair. Right. Almost living but in. the most amount of clarity and freedom you found did not come from fact. It came from a belief that you had of deep conviction. Right. I didn't find anything statistical about the universe. All I knew is that my mom should have died and she didn't. Right. Right. And if humans left to human devices, people die. So for everybody that's been with us now, yeah. how can they get in touch with you? I'm going to link your yeah. Instagram. I'm going to link everything down below. Great. But we do have some corporate people, I'm sure, that might be interested in... Yep. The identity mapping and the other tools. Rocky doesn't just do identity mapping. It's much deeper than that. He's got a, probably like 17 tool belts of other things that he can yep. help your team through. 
yeah. Yeah, so for the for the individual and or the event, you can just go to rockygarza.com and so you can check out, uh, there's keynote speaking, uh, identity mapping, so high intensive 12 week, we meet every week 90 minutes for 12 weeks straight to really get to the root of like really what we're going in. Um, and then we have an online platform called Be Known. You can check all that out at rockygarza.com. Yes, check out the Be Known. Um, yeah, it's $49 a month um, for you to have full autonomy to access everything that you need to understand who you are. Um, and I can tell you there's nobody else out there who's offering you what we are at that price point. And um, if you're paying for signals or you're paying some other subscription service or you have in the past to teach you how to trade, this will get you closer to more profitable and more consistent trading. Yep. It's a third of the price most of yep. the time. Yep. And then if you, if you have a team or organization, um, we have, a, we have a, another... Um, what we call like a culture service uh, called Staff Retreat, and that's S-T-A-F-F-R-E-T-R-E-A-T dot co, so not com dot co, staffretreat.co, where we work directly with teams and organizations, where we create your own version of our online platform. We do monthly calls as well as what we did here. We do team identity mapping, so we'll get 10 of your top leaders in a room, spend eight hours together, uh, and I guarantee you they will give you a language about themselves that you can't get by yourself. Thank you for everything that you've yeah, given to me over the last mm. couple of weeks, man. I mean, like, I've only known you for how long? Mm. A month, yeah. But I feel like we have a very mm. connected relationship, mm -hmm. and I feel like everyone here, if you, if anything has resonated with you, he's just as normal as everyone else. He's mm -hmm. like, answer your DM, he will answer your email. I really would recommend that you reach out to him for anything, because there aren't too many people that will give you the time of day, that will give you the thoughtfulness that people like Rocky will. So mm -hmm. if you were interested in anything that we spoke about today, I highly recommend you just reach out and say, hey, this mm -hmm. resonated with me, and build this relationship with this man, because it is only going to take you further. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So thank you for being here. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. Of course. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Today's Money. If you want to check out the video that goes along with this episode, there's a link in the show notes. Now, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there's anything that I can do to help you along your trading journey, please reach out to me. My contact info is in the description as well. Thank you very much, and I'll see you in the next episode.